Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast, and a huge happy 2020 to all of you. I hope you have all had an amazing January, and I really hope you had a great Christmas and New Year's, and spent a lot of time with your family that you might not get to do on the normal day-to-day basis. What can I really say, really? A huge welcome, if you haven't listened before. This podcast is all about me, Gareth Rafferty, building my podcast from the bottom whilst being a student. It's my first company. So obviously I'm going through every single struggle that I can possibly go through whilst on this learning process. A huge welcome to everybody. If you've listened before, you usually know, well, you probably know how this podcast runs. I'm sitting in my bedroom. It's the 2nd of February. Crazy that we're already a month in. And it's 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm just sitting here in my bedroom room in, in, my, in my room in Derby at my desk as per usual. I've got my phone with a bunch of notes here, but towards the end of the podcast, I'm going to go a bit ad hoc to kind of update you guys what's been going on and where we are at at this current moment. So I'm starting off this podcast with a bunch of quotes. Now, it might sound like a really cheesy way to start the podcast but there's a lot of different quotes that I've seen recently that were really really powerful and I just wanted to share those with you and talk about my feelings and emotions around that because these really are hard hitting for me um, running my company and it's definitely been a process and a struggle so I'm just going to jump straight in this one is by Les Brown Um, American guy, you've probably heard me mention him before if you've listened to previous episodes. And in short, I was standing on the tram on my way into work to, because currently I'm working for a company called the West Midlands Golf Company. And I was on my tram journey into work because I was living with my girlfriend and her parents over Christmas. And as I was listening to Les Brown talking it was one of his motivational speeches it was about 10 minutes long he got to a point and he was talking about people that used the word but and he says that usually these words are paired with words such as would have could have or should have and after hearing that I found it really interesting because he was laughing at the fact that people are using these words when actually usually when they're using these they haven't even tried they haven't tried to get that job get that promotion, start a company, they haven't tried. And a lot of people go into life putting up these barriers before even beginning. And it's something that I really have probably done quite a bit. And so I'm trying to stop using those words, stop using but when a situation arises, stop using I would have done this or I could have or I should have done this especially should have because should have often when you use that because of the tense it's something that you can't change and if I say I should have done this or I should have done that it often leads and comes with regret and it's something you've probably heard me speak about before I don't want to regret anything when I'm on my deathbed and so I'm doing my best to not regret anything and taking every opportunity that comes my way So I wanted to share that one with you. I have another few from Les Brown and then we move on to Tom Bilyeu as well a little bit later on. The next one that he mentioned, I don't know if this is a direct quote, 
but it's probably a shortened down version. And I wrote down, find out what fits for you. Do you really want that what you say that you want? Oftentimes in life, we see people with different things and we look at them and say, well, I want that. I, I really want that business that the person's running. I really want that person's car or their phone or that family life. And the truth is, do you really want that? Because oftentimes you might say that you want that family or you want to run that company, but you might not actually want that. And the example that he used, it was in the same video as the previous quote. A guy came up to him and he said, Les, I really want to open my own restaurant. And so this guy, Les, he replied to him and he said, are you sure? Have you, have you got experience being a chef running a business? And he said, well, no, I just know that I love cooking. And so Les said to him, why don't you try getting some experience doing the management side of a restaurant and see how you feel in that because it's not all going to be cooking of course and so that guy went he got that experience and a few months later he came back to Les and he said actually I think I just want to be a chef and you're probably laughing because when I first listened to this it made me chuckle because oftentimes we are either one of two states I feel like we can either go down a kind of rabbit hole and really set really, really low and easy goals, or we can go the complete opposite way and set completely unexpectable goals, but also goals that we don't even want in the first place. And it might sound great saying that you want to run a restaurant, but actually you would probably be better and have more fun and more happiness in just being a chef. So find out what fits for you. Do you really want that, what you're saying that you want? Have a little try to see if you want to run a business. Have a little try to see if actually you want to be a public speaker or maybe you just want to speak to people and make a difference on a one-to-one -one basis. Another example, obviously, there is I really enjoy going on stage. And so I want to broaden my audience and get larger audiences that I speak in front of. The only reason I can know that is because I've been on stage in front of 10 people. I've been on stage in front of 500 people and I can definitely feel the difference between the two audiences. Whereas some people, they prefer the small workshops, small groups of 10, maybe even less people, one-to-one -one coaching even. So the best way to really find that out is by trying. And it's something that I've tried to do whenever I feel like I'd like something, I would try it out first. I'll work for someone else. I'll do something for free to try and just get my foot in the door and see if I like it. Something I strongly suggest for anyone wanting to start out in any particular area of their life. Even if that's just moving career, if you're 25 and you've decided actually you did a degree in one topic and you started working there, but you don't really like it anymore or if you're having a midlife crisis and you decide you want to switch to something a bit different. Works for all cases, really, both business and personal life. The next quote that I wrote down, again by Les Brown, he said, what can you bring to the table that can enable you to be successful in X? Now, X can be whatever you want it to be. It can be running that restaurant. It can be being a public speaker. Or maybe 
just maybe it could be what can you bring to the table that can enable you to be successful in your family or in your business see it doesn't always have to be related about business yes they might be talking about it directly about business but it doesn't always have to relate to that in your family you'll often notice especially if you're standing in front of both your parents if you were fortunate enough to live with parents or even guardians you can see where both the man and the woman or the woman and the woman or the man and the man come in to that relationship to work as a team for example a great situation i noticed today me and my girlfriend we went shopping and when it came to checking out at the till we got to the till the guy started scanning stuff for us and we had to pack the bags and at that point you will see people working together and you'll see how the two people fit together for example me and my girlfriend i'm more of a planner so in that situation i said okay i will do this and this and you can do this and this and we came together and we executed and our bags got done straight away if we hadn't done that and we hadn't worked as a team and she hadn't put what she was good at in and I hadn't put what I was good at in, then it might not have gone as well as what it did. It's the same if you're a parent raising a child. There's gonna be one person that doesn't mind um, doing the washing up, for example, on an evening, but then the other parent might be washing the baby, preparing them for bedtime. And I use this family dynamic situation because oftentimes it's right in front of us, but we don't see it and i think that's a great way for you to see how different people have different skill sets and different people are good and bad at different things and what can you bring to the table it doesn't necessarily have to be in that family situation it could be in your team at work if you're running a company what skills do you have that are going to make you extra special and are going and are going to allow you to bring something extra to the table you might be staying on the lines of the chef you might be a really good cook but you might not be good at talking to people and so you would probably want to be making the food and passing on the food to a waiter to take out to the people that are waiting for the food however if you're really good at talking but you're not that good at cooking then it will be the other way around and this can really again fall into any aspect of your life because the truth is we can't always be the best at everything I definitely have my weaknesses. Some of the things I'm weak at and I'm really, really finding that out at the moment is outreach on social media. I can talk to people in a friendly relationship type of way, but as soon as it starts talking about business, I'm not that great at doing that over the phone. However, when it comes to pitching a client, oftentimes that's where my public speaker part of me comes out and I really shine and I can think of things on the floor to really build that relationship in person. So everyone has those strengths and weaknesses and really honing in what are you good at and what are you not so good at. It's not just Les Brown that has mentioned this, a guy named Eric Thomas, another really motivational speaker. He speaks all around the world to thousands and thousands of people. He 
has also mentioned you need to make sure that you know what you're good and you're not good at because if you don't then you're probably going to get in your own way and you have to be truthful when you're talking about this because if you're not truthful to yourself when you're saying to yourself i'm not that good at this or i'm really really good at this then you will probably end up tripping yourself over in later life and people will call you out on social media people will call you out in person when you say that you're good at for example talking on stage but then when it comes to presenting on stage you're not that good and you crumble so yeah be truthful with yourself and with others and really sit down and write down what you're good and not good at and think about what can you bring to the table if you're looking at starting a company this is also super important especially if you have co-founders then you can really start to define what tasks are you going to do what tasks can the co-founder do and what tasks might be shared in between moving on to another quote by les brown the last one i've got wrote down is are you really happy and fulfilled with what you are doing whatever you're doing right now it's I don't know if you're going to listen to this on a Sunday, you might listen to this on Wednesday, you could listen to this in three months time, but are you really happy and fulfilled with what you are doing right now? If you're not, then start asking yourself why you're not. I see a lot of people that are in jobs just because they like to show off and have a car and take photos and put them on Instagram. And I don't just mean showing off on Instagram and you might not even be showing off at all, but you just want to make sure that you're happy and fulfilled within yourself because you don't have to be a manager at work to say, yeah, I'm doing great. And to kind of give that perception to your family and friends when actually you hate your job and every single day that you go to work, you're dreading walking in that front door because it's just not where your heart lies. And hey, you might you might have started a company 10, 20 years ago and actually you've just fallen out of love with it. And you can either find what will light that spark so you can stay in the company or you could sell the company to someone else and then start a new one or completely shut it down completely and start a new company or go work for someone else or be a freelancer. There's so much opportunity and I really don't think enough people realize how much opportunity there is. Something else I want to mention about this, um, a small example, is a lot of managers at work, especially in marketing, will have worked their way up either in that company or they've previously worked in marketing roles and now they're the head of marketing or the marketing managers. And oftentimes I've been told that those people that are in marketing or it could be in social work it could be in any area when you're a manager naturally you end up having more admin kind of tasks to do and more strategic roles some people that say yes i want to be the manager put themselves forward not really knowing what they're going into and then 10 years down the line they dream of those days when they used to work directly on tasks creatively on marketing tasks for example but now they're too far in and they are living on a higher pay 
but really what they want to do is be back on that creative side, back on that creative edge because being a manager isn't for everyone. And some people do like that extra creativity in marketing, for example. So just ask yourself that question. Are you really happy, fulfilled with what you are doing? And are you pretending for your friends or family? And if you are, or if you're not, you can still ask yourself, is there any way I could be more fulfilled and more happy anywhere else? I work in marketing, but if in 15 years time I decide, actually, I don't really like marketing anymore. I want to be a police officer or a social worker, or I want to be a stay at home dad. I don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 years, but that could happen to me. And making that shift can often be scary, but definitely worthwhile. It will be a scary jump. You might have a rough year in regards to finance, but you will work it out. Moving on to Tom Bilyeu, a word he used um, called animus um, really started to spark conversation in my head. I believe when I wrote this down, I wrote down the word animus and I've put the rage in your belly to change that what is wrong. I don't have a clue when I listened to Tom Bilyeu. I think it might have been one of his videos on Instagram. But I really liked that whole aspect of it. The fact that if you really want something to change, you will actually go out and put in that work to make it change. It comes with the territory of entrepreneurship. A lot of people started companies that have now gone big because they saw that actually, I really don't like the fact that I have to take my bins out for example. And so I'll make a device that takes my bins out for me. It's the same aspect that people say, I am sitting on the sofa and I want to change the channel, but my remote control is across the room. Lots of companies such as Sky now have that voice feature and voices more and more up and coming in our world now we have things like siri and other voice devices which are planted around our homes so that we can make our life easier but in a way it's also lazier but the fact that people have had that fire in their bellies to change that what they didn't think was right that what that that what they thought they could improve is what keeps the world moving forward it's the same with cars. Now, this might sound really historic, but people did used to walk and then they decided actually there must be a faster way to move around. What if we climbed on the back of a horse and then they rode horses and then someone thought, you know what, I can, I can make a device that will get us across the town a lot faster than riding a horse. And then we have cars and now we have planes and we have trains and all the rest of it. What is wrong in your life? And it might be minor. There might already be a solution to it. But do you have enough fire in your belly to make that change, not just for yourself, but also for the people around you and the rest of the world? So that is the final quote of all of the quotes that I've had. I've spent about 10 to 15 minutes talking on that. And 
I just hope that some of these really got you thinking about what's actually going on in the world. It's something my mind is on a lot at the moment is I look around when I'm traveling to work to see people on their phones, to see people reading books and just to realize that there's a massive shift at the moment going to digital and of course that voice aspect of digital and it's just absolutely insane how quick things are moving and just to realize where the attention is going next time you go on a bus the next time you go on a train just have a look to see where people are looking you will probably find that 90 percent of people are looking at their phones and that's the truth Anyway, before I get sucked into the black hole that is digital marketing, I'm now going to move on to quite a huge moment that happened to me just over a week ago. Just over a week ago, I had a message pop up on my email. It was from a person called, just for um, privacy, pur privacy purposes, I'm going to call this person Sally. So Sally had sent me an email, but it came from my website, the contact form on my website. They typed in their name, they typed in their email address, and of course they also typed in what they basically had a question. So this person had found my website, and usually when I get these, and I know they're from my, my contact form because of the layout of them, it just is someone trying to sell me things like insurance, Instagram ads, all that sort of stuff. But this person had said, hi, I'm interested in starting a podcast. I would love to chat to you and I would love your help. Let's have a call. And so I replied soon after and we spoke over email a little bit and we booked a call in for two weeks time. The date in which we're having this call is on the, the 13th of February less than two weeks away and it's the day before valentine's day i am extremely excited because this was actually the first ever lead through my website now this is extremely exciting for me because my i have certain aspects of my website that aren't as good as i would like them to be and also the seo side that search engine optimization side of my website isn't completely up to scratch. However, I have been updating it. So just that aspect, it was kind of like someone verifying to me that my service is actually something that people will be interested in. And there's actually an interest there because previously I've spoke about the people that I kind of have in the pipeline at the moment. One company which I met at a public speaking event I then pitched and they were really interested and then they have passed me on to someone else as well like a different company as a referral but in a way because of the nature of the public speaking it could have been they felt like they were doing me a favor but actually they don't really want the service and it's something because of how long they've delayed it that's something I'm starting to think about However, the fact that this was a complete stranger that has reached out and said, yeah, we would love your help, let's chat. It was a really fulfilling feeling and a great feeling that, hey, there's something here. And actually, Gareth, you can't give up on this because 
people need you they need what you're doing and it was just a really really good feeling never really had a feeling like that um i didn't know what i would feel but it was just a great feeling and i also know that after this call if i say yes gareth we want to go ahead then i'm going to have a lot of work on my hands i'm working full-time at the moment and so to have that on top is going to be a lot however time management i'm going to be able to make it work it's going to be the part of my life where if they say yes to me i'm then going to have to do things like get a legal binding contract and um, really hone in on the service that i'm offering and start rolling this ball and i knew this was going to happen as soon as somebody says yes to basically having my services so the fact that this is where it's at is quite extreme and i'm not stressed i'm just really really excited and i know i have a lot of work but i'm excited to do the work because it's something i've been waiting to do for a long long time just to let those of you know if you are new to this podcast give you a bit of background and overview of my company my company helps people make manage and market their podcasts I have one service which is helping people start up their podcast, another service which helps people manage it. So that includes things like editing and teaching them how to record better and content creation ideas, all of that sort of stuff. And then the third one, um, the marketing side of things at the moment is just a LinkedIn workshop. So that's basically a quick overview about my company. It's all about giving people a voice. I was brought up in foster care. So I know what it's like to not feel like you have a voice. I know what it's like to feel like people are making decisions for you and you just want to get your say out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be about anything in particular. It can be about digital marketing, starting a company, or it could just be you talking about what you did with your daughter over the past week. It doesn't really matter on the topic, but I'm super, super, well, I'm basically a huge advocate on people sharing what they have to say and their views and thoughts on the world. Anyway, back to topic. That's a little overview of my company to give a bit of context. At the moment, I am going through a revamping process. That service that I just walked you through, those three services, those are the revamped services. It's not yet live on my website. It's not yet live anywhere, really. So you guys are definitely the first to hear. So make sure you keep it to yourself. And the revamp process is going pretty well. I'm revamping my website, revamping all my services for those of you that are new. This is a really fun process because me and my girlfriend have sat down, who's a photographer at the moment, and we sat down and looked at my website, looked at where all the images are, and tried to come up with ideas of what could we photograph to make these images and the photography better on the site? What pages could be added to the site to make it better and we're about halfway through that process we've been through the main pages on the site we just need to do the services pages and i'm also going to add one or two new pages as well super exciting process it's something i'm working on on the side as well as doing outreach on linkedin to find people that are interested in my services it is a fun process obviously it's a long process i've had this podcast now for two two and a half years i think and 
it's literally just been slowly trying to get that ball to roll, but it is going really, really well. And I am super excited and pumped for the future of this company. I did write down reading goal for 2020, but I'm going to come back to that because of the topics that we're already on. And I would just want to tell you the goal for my company at the moment. So the goals for my company at the moment are purely get clients, learn a ton and be able to take on my company full time by the end of university. To add that bit of context, I'm currently on a placement year at that company I previously mentioned, the West Midlands Growth Company, as a marketing intern. I work full time, but quite soon, in about August, I will drop that and I will go back to university in September. University, as many of you will probably know, has less hours than a normal job. So I might be in university for 10 hours a week, and then I'll probably have 10 hours a week of coursework to do. And so that gives me significantly more time than what I have currently to work on getting clients, making the business move, and really just getting that ball rolling. Because by the end of university, which is about June or July 2021, next year, I want to take my company on full time. I want to start hiring people. I want to get office space. And I really want to get this ball rolling. It's something I'm super excited about. Getting places like office spaces is really, really fun and exciting for me. And it would be good to see the company really moving forward. Super excited. Obviously, that's quite a long way away, a year and a half. However, I'm sure it will soon be here. Super excited to see how, how all of this comes together and how all of this plays out for me. Super, super pumped. So back to that point, reading a goal for 2020. Obviously, we're in a new year now. It's February the 2nd, and we're ready to go. The new year is underway. People have probably already gave up on half of their goals for 2020 already, their New Year's resolutions. My goal for 2020, my singular goal for myself, is reading 12 books by the end of the year. That sounds pretty easy, to be honest, one a month. And the reason I've set this is because I've never set myself a reading goal before. I don't know how much I read last year. I did read one book after another last year for the whole year, but I didn't count how many books I read. And it's something I wish I did, but I didn't do. So this year I'm counting. I've set 12 as a kind of place holder if you will but at the moment i am one and a half books in so i finished crushing it at i think it was the 28th so tuesday this week and then i soon moved on to crush it by gary vaynerchuk both of those books are by gary vaynerchuk um aka gary v super interesting books i also want to read another one of his books called the thank you economy and that's also on my list. I've got a bunch of sales books on my list as well. And I've also got a book about dreaming, which is also going to be super, super interesting. And I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot about that. We are coming up to the half an hour mark and things are definitely coming to a close. But just before I let you go, I really need your feedback. 
I need you guys to reach out to me on my social media, send me an email. I'll put all my details below because I have a proposal to make. This is obviously episode 10 of season three, chapter three of the Building in the Bottom podcast. I'm thinking about switching up the content a little bit, but I need to know whether you guys would like that. And also, if you have any ideas, I would highly appreciate it. So what I'm planning or thinking about switching it up to is recording little snippets of conversations I have about my business with others and putting them into this and making it a bit more interactive, including other people's little conversations, but also obviously having those interviews with people as well. The interviews would run the same. It would just be me on my mic, them on their mic, chatting away. But on the ones where it's just me, I was thinking about recording little snippets from conversations that I have with other people about my company and then incorporating incorporating those in this podcast. Super interested in hearing what you guys have to say. It's a similar technique to what the startup podcast does. If you've ever heard of that podcast, super interesting. It's by Gimlet Media. And yeah, that's what I thought. Adding those little snippets in to get other people's feedback on different ideas I have throughout the week. So for example, talking about my revamp process, I could have included a little snippet of a conversation with my girlfriend about how we're doing that photography or how well the website is going, for example. And I think it would make it a bit more interactive. It means I would edit the podcast a little bit so you wouldn't have to hear me go, um, <laughs> which I don't know how major that is to you guys or whether you like the realness of having no editing. Completely up to you guys. Um, but yeah, reach out to me on social media if you need me um, to chat about this, but also to tell me your feedback on the podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's called Gareth G. Rafferty. It's the same on both. I'm also on Byte now, so I'll include that down below. It's again, Gareth G. Rafferty, if you want to check that out. On LinkedIn, it's Gareth Rafferty. And my email, I'll just include that down below. It's probably significantly easier for me to include that. If you're interested in any of the services I talked about, about my business today, then feel free to have a look at my website down below if you want to learn a bit more, or you can just email me to ask any questions or whatever. But yeah, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great 2020. I will be back next week on the 9th recording this podcast. And I hope you all have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 10, chapter three of the Building from the Bottom podcast. Have a great week, a happy week, a loving week.